0: Welcome to Three Guys Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is Sunday. This week we're sponsored by having a few moments to talk about our Lord and Savior. I'm Aaron LM Goodwin and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. I would love
1: to. Hello, everyone.
0: Oh, I'd love I I also loved you to do
2: that.
1: It I was, appreciate your hmm. hello. Hello, Bad How was your Sabbath?
2: It was a, uh, a grand time, full of holy peace, worshipings. Peaceful,
0: <laughs> restful. Mm, after 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 all those six days of uh, work, it was uh, it was quite nice.
2: <laughs> after six days of toil and labor,
0: <laughs> I'm also joined by Adam Elder Anderson. Hi, Elder Anderson. Hello. How are you doing? <coughs> Elder's a weird middle name.
2: <laughs> it's also a weird first name. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you, guy, that I knew a guy whose last name was Elder? I met someone like that. And he had an older sister named, who also went on a mission. And (laughs) while I was in the MTC, I met her. So I met Elder Elder's Elder Sister Sister Elder.
0: (laughs) Save us for the show, man. That's a a true story,
2: actually. (laughs) I'm not even making that up.
0: If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Today's episode is all about the good book. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> Andrew has today's first question, so take it away, Andrew.
1: I will, thanks. Um so guys. Well, I guess um, wait,
0: let's get some background here.
3: <laughs> this
0: episode, what? we're all we we should do some background here. I, I, I mean, left. I guess oh, we could yeah, explain. Right. So all three of us are Mormons. Right. <gasps> so you guys are in, Mormons. Right. So like we, should apologize. we all served <laughs> we all we all served two year missions for our church where we were those guys in the white shirts and ties that were pestering you. Um and so this episode is gonna be entirely about that. Because um there's a lot of stories that happen when you spend two years in a white shirt and tie bugging people. And so
1: it's an interesting <laughs> Venn diagram of the things missionaries do and the things crazy people do, and it overlaps a, huge <laughs> a lot, it's <laughs> so, almost one circle.
0: <laughs> All right, so go ahead, Andrew.
1: Oh, thanks. Um, so, um, what was the strangest thing that ever? Oh, let me say it again. What was the strangest thing you ever saw during your mission?
0: Um. So, I was in a little city called Alva, Oklahoma, and the population was like a 1,000. They said it was 6,000, but I think that's because there was a university there for some reason. (laughs) And like when school was in session, it went to 6,000, and then as soon as it was gone, everyone was gone. Um, It was weird. It's like they built the university there thinking it was going to be a big place, and it just never happened like if you build it
2: they will come and then everybody was like no thank you i
0: mean it was really old you know like like it was like one of the first ones in oklahoma so like i think they were thinking this is where it's all
2: gonna
3: start and we're dead <laughs> wrong. Um, this would be the
2: grand side of a great new city
0: yeah but i mean hey it was really it was a beautiful little little school um anyhow i was there campus. i was there and we were knocking on doors and we we <laughs> We ran into this guy who lived in it. He had like a. He had like a house, right? Um, but he he answered the door of his house and he's all, "Oh, come on in!" And he was like dressed up, and um, like like everything was leather. Like everything he was wearing, it wasn't like matching or anything, but it was like you know he had like an earring and it was leather. He had a hat and it was leather. Everything was leather.
1: So it was
3: different kinds of leather.
0: He kind of
1: right? so it wasn't like one yeah.
0: look no 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 it, um and it squeaked when he was walking it was like, <laughs> ur, ur, ur. and he was like really tall and lanky and he had he had like a a beard um he's an older gentleman so it's like gray i guess he was like in his 50s or 60s probably 60s actually um and he's like come on out and he like led us to he had a shed on the side of his house that he had attached to his house. So like,
1: <laughs> so he just it, like it wasn't an add on; it was a shed.
0: No, it was a shed. <laughs> I mean, it was technically an add on because he added the shed <laughs> onto his house.
1: That's um, a way to save money building a shed. Half of the walls your house.
0: Yeah, I don't well like. I remember his house just being completely full to the brim of stuff. So it was almost like he, he was like ran out of space. He's like, well. Add more house, just put a shed in there. And, which is funny because you should have just bought the shed and put all the stuff into the shed
1: because that's what sheds are for. But whatever. that's How I feel about pants is um, I just add more to my existing pants.
0: <laughs> yeah, just keep patching them up, making them, making them bigger and bigger or smaller. I don't know. I'm not trying. Every to,
1: year and um, by the Halloween, it's I look like a clown, so it works out. Next <laughs> <laughs>
0: you look like a scarecrow or something. Yeah. Um, so this guy led us back into this room he had and it was like, um, it looked, it, uh, I don't know. I couldn't figure out what was going on there, but there, it looked like a, like a white supremacist TGI Fridays.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, just, like, just a bunch of swastika keech. Yeah, like stuff was like
0: on, like like nailed to the wall oh. at a weird angle. Like it wasn't like everything was placed on shelves or stuff. It was just like things had stuck to the walls and ceilings and stuff. And it was like a mixture of between like biker paraphernalia and white supremacist paraphernalia. And, and uh, there wasn't there wasn't any like. I don't even know if there was like a swastika, but it was like um It wouldn't have swastika, out of place swastika adjacent kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Where I, I mean I got the picture of what was going on here, right? And um he had like a bunch of also like POW um paraphernalia uh which is strange because obviously he wasn't a POW, like he was there, like
3: And he he was, I was like,
0: oh, was in the war? No. Like, okay. Um, (laughs) just really really into the idea of POW. He likes, he likes silhouettes or something. I don't know. (laughs) Um, he, he, uh, and then he had like a big old, um, uh, rebel flag, uh, uh, stars and bars. Uh, what's that called? The
2: the Uh, confederate flag or whatever.
0: Yeah, whatever, the battle flag of the South, you know, from the Civil War. He had a big old one of those. And, and, uh, and as we were, t- and he had a, he had a wood burning stove and a, and a chair, <laughs> like a couple chairs. I could tell like that's what, that's where he was living. Like he was just in there by his wood burning stove, waiting for somebody to knock on his door. <laughs> just waiting. At what point and did you every, realize
1: you were going to get murdered though?
0: Well, see, he seems so lonely and so desperate. <laughs> but also threatening that like
3: we I didn't want to find lonely.
0: I didn't want to find a quick way to get out of there right I wasn't like trying to be like oh well it seems you know this isn't going to work let's go like <laughs> but I didn't I I knew it <laughs> I knew this guy probably wasn't uh Jesus material here like wow. I, I don't, way to be quick to judge Aaron <laughs> I, I, well, look. Jesus is, is for everyone <laughs> Uh, well, I thought so, you know, and I started to ask him, you know, kind of questions about religion and stuff, and every everything he would deflect to like that reminds me of a story that he tell some story, like some story out of his past where he was like completely lying. Like, I never tell you about the time that I climbed the the Taj Mahal. I'm like, <laughs> no, you didn't.
1: Also, we just met.
0: <laughs> I, I could. And I could just tell you're not the kind of person that climb the Taj I can tell you're the kind of person that's never left Oklahoma, right? <laughs> You've just been in this shed.
3: Exploring your, an idea not your something stuff. you're
1: into. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. What, what
2: gave you that idea? The fact that he didn't know that the Taj Mahal was just something you can climb?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. It's just like, ugh. so so we're in there. And then I got distracted because... I thought there was a, I realized there was like a lady in the corner, and it spooked me
3: <laughs> and
0: he she like he's camouflaged like,
2: with all the other paraphernalia
0: no yeah, exactly. she was wearing like all of this biker stuff
2: was she like <laughs> and, also stuck to the wall
0: well, she was like up in the corner and 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 I was like, oh, and he's like, oh <laughs> that's biker B word Barbie I'm not going to say B word but micro <laughs> B word Barbie <laughs> And he uh, yeah, actually uh, said those li- words <laughs> Yeah 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 And uh, it was uh it was it was a life-size you know like my like a life-size Barbie remember when they had those for a little while uh-huh. when Oh goodness we were kids So it-, it was life life-size Barbie that he had dressed up as a biker um he shaved her hair, and then he added. He this is the interesting and the most disturbing touch is I could tell he added dark eyeshadow, <laughs> and that like for some reason that really threw me. Like I'm just why proud of all of the, the, of
1: the alliteration of the name? It just, <laughs> it's quite impressive.
2: <clears throat> I feel like he's put way too much effort into creating that thing.
0: I feel like. And that 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 whole reason, you know, like that made me worried about. Well, what's 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 exactly the nature of the relationship between this man and this Barbie
1: doll? Like, <laughs> like are they common <laughs> law married? Is what you're asking? <laughs> yeah. Did,
0: I mean, does this represent some girlfriend that he that he killed <laughs> and buried in the woods? And this is this is her totem or something? Like, you, I I don't know. I was just very disturbed by it all. Did and you I, ask at if that the, point, the biker Barbie
1: was a POW?
0: I didn't want to know any more about it <laughs> at that point. I just wanted to extricate myself, and and I just kept trying so hard. But then the the other missionary I was with, he he thought well now now this is interesting <laughs> and so he uh he wanted to learn more and he started asking questions and then and then he started the man started speaking for you know how some people <laughs> like oh, they'll no. like voice their dog oh, or something no. like their pet but he was doing that for biker b word barbie oh no
1: was this norman um, bates or your biker bates also alliteration I'd, you can use that <laughs>
0: I just, I, you know what, I kind of like blacked out after that. (laughs) I don't remember how we got out of there, but I just remember the feeling of the cold winter air on my skin and feeling like I was free. (laughs) Like, just being so happy I was alive and that I hadn't become this man's stew. (laughs) You know, because I was certain that's what he was going to do with us. Anyhow, that was, that was just a strange thing.
1: I would. um, I agree. That is pretty strange.
2: That's oh, that's that's less than normal. (laughs) So my answer. um, I've seen a man's pickled finger in a jar. Well, see, that's weird.
1: (laughs) Where uh, where did you serve your mission again? Oh, where I'm from. Awesome. Where are you from? (laughs)
2: Maybe you're familiar with it. It's this little place called Apple Valley, California.
0: Oh yeah. I'm there right now recording live. <laughs> but uh so it was wh- why it was did he have
2: amazing. it was his
0: pick his pickled it finger? It was it was his
2: own pickled finger. Like he gotten... owned
1: the finger, like it was once on his hand.
2: Yeah, it was it was previously on his hand and now it was no longer on his hand because of like some power tool accident. But he was like, I wanna keep this. Because I want to be buried with it, and by the, by the time by the time somebody shows you their pickled finger in a jar, they're like, "I kept this because I need to be buried with this." <laughs> like you, you're not going to be like, actually, that's not like part of our doctrine. <laughs> you're not you're like you're you know not going to like wake up in the resurrection <laughs> and it. Jesus
0: was like, "Well, if you would have kept your finger, <laughs> sorry, we couldn't
2: find it." Right? I mean, I mean, somebody shows you that, and you're like, "I'm just not going to argue." <laughs> You've already already made preparations for this. Wow. So, but I mean, that was. I loved going to
1: that guy's house, though. What? Do you remember the address of this person?
2: I have it written down somewhere.
1: I'm not going. You should (laughs) should go and get a picture of it. No,
0: no, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Patreon level $1 (laughs) million. We will buy the finger off the guy. Well, uh, it's currently buried with him. So. Oh, so we will dig it up.
2: <sighs> <laughs> Patreon level not, $2 million. <laughs> not Grave robbing.
1: finger. Or no, wait, oh. he was
2: cremated. He was cremated,
1: actually. What? Um, so he, he did they kept his finger to be buried with. To be, well, he kept his he finger to be, be like, cremated yeah, with it. I don't
2: know. It was important to him, okay? And I'm not going to question him. <laughs>
1: I, I just so don't weird. understand what, why didn't he just cremate the the finger and like keep that with him?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like once you have a pickled finger, like why don't you just wear it uh, like on a necklace? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as some sort of of talisman. <laughs> you know? Like I feel like just keeping it in a jar somewhere is like underutilizing a pickled finger.
3: Yeah.
2: You know? I'd use it a lot for Halloween. <laughs> well, he, he showed a lot of people, so...
0: <laughs> oh, five, it, it was, five cents to see my pickled finger.
2: It, it was great, though. I loved going over to his house, because um, he was terminally ill. And So, like, the first time we met him, he was, he was like, Hey, how you doing, elders? I'm going to die soon. <laughs> I've never met anybody that comfortable with their own demise. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, he doesn't seem like, uh, he doesn't seem like 100 there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really surprising.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, so I guess <laughs> I'll, I'll answer mine now. Yeah. I don't
0: want to I don't want to think about this anymore. Go ahead, Andrew.
1: <laughs> um, so I, I served my mission in Baltimore, Maryland. I don't know if you've been there, but it's nuts. I love the city, but it, you just like you just meet so many people that like just a percentage of everyone is crazy. So you just meet a lot of crazy people.
0: Half of them were like the cast on the Wire.
1: Yeah, like some of them were like they were still filming the last season of the Wire, and you're like, oh <laughs> shit, this is a documentary. Um, no, so one of the craziest things that I remember happening, and it's probably there's so many, but this is the one that always stands out to me is I remember one time uh me and my mission companion we were we were going through this apartment complex and it was not the nicest part of town and we were talking to this guy in his doorway, and we were just talking to him about Jesus, you know missionary stuff um but so we're sitting there and we're and i'm, I'm talking to him a little about jesus and then behind me, three guys and a woman walk up behind me in this small like hallway for an apartment so imagine like four phone booths this is the size of like this like this hallway and it's just a square. So there's two on each side. Then you go upstairs and there's two more upstairs. And so they come and see us. They're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going guys? And then they knock on the door next to us and they knock really hard. And these guys are huge. And I'm like, what is going on? And the woman has like this clipboard and then like, this is
3: our turf. Yeah.
1: And then <laughs> this where we're knocking on doors. And suddenly the big guy, cause I'm sitting here watching him. Like, I'm not like not even teaching about Jesus anymore. I'm just looking at them. and so we're watching him and the the big guy just pulls back and just kicks the door down (laughs) he takes it one he gets half of it pulls back and gets the rest of it and so they get the door down and the woman on the clipboard is like okay we're looking for a tub of like a a thing of black paint and a chair and they're these repo men and so they go in, and me and my companion and the guy we're talking to look inside the house, and the house is empty completely of this apartment, except for the chair sitting in the middle of the room, which like, which is, like, a fancy, like, outdoor one with, like, jewels and stuff, like, stones. What? <laughs> the chair, and then random black streaks of paint on the wall. Like, someone had tried to paint their wall, but they realized that one tub of paint was not enough.
2: What? <laughs> What? Like, like the chair was just, like, bejeweled with diamonds?
1: Well, not, like, like just, like, glasses and stuff like that, so it's supposed to look fancy. What? <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and so, apparently, this person had, like, defaulted on those two purchases,
3: and so they came
1: to take them. And I remember one of the Repo Men is like, "Just another day in the city," and just I'm like, "Yeah," uh and they leave with the stuff. I'm like, and I turn back to the guy. So Jesus, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not interested." Like, cool, man, cool. Then we just left.
3: (laughs) What? What
0: What was like? Why was this guy paint? (laughs) Why did what? What kind of experience was this guy trying to create for himself (laughs) by putting this
1: chair in the middle of a black room? It just reminds me of something like wow. a middle-aged woman would buy to put in their patio. Like, I'll, I'll look for a picture while we talk. But it was just so interesting because he, this person obviously did not wanted to paint their walls black, but did not realize how much paint that was going to take.
2: Well, if if, if you're buying paint on credit, then I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, probably
1: going Right. Because they couldn't take the paint. They're like, oh shoot, you already used it. And they took the chair and just walked out. <laughs> Alright, so my
3: question
0: is, what's the most unique way you proselytize?
2: Pro, pro, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, I'm pretty sure it's proselyted. <laughs> <sighs> well, you know, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> from who? Um <laughs> From me. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but while I was down there in Southern California, up in the Tri Cities area, can we call it
0: Tri Cities? Tri Cities. I don't think we can call it that. <laughs> There's three it's, cities it's, up there. It's not. A, well, mine is a town, actually. So Apple Valley is a town. Technically, the town of Apple Valley. There's
2: a hundred thousand people there. <laughs> We're super fancy. Um, <laughs> it's a large it's, town. It's
0: normally called called the High Desert.
2: Anyway, so while I was in the high desert, um, I was assigned to work with a Tongan congregation um, Ooh, with another are, also the w-
1: best group of people I've ever met. <laughs> FYI,
2: they were amazing. Um, there was a little bit of a problem, though, and I don't know if you know this, but I'm a white person.
1: No, I didn't I, realize and that you're the whitest person I've ever met. and my
2: companion at the time was also a white person. And we were both assigned to this new area at the same time. And the two other missionaries who were there before us both left at the same time. So we knew nothing and knew nobody. And we're like, how do Tongans work?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like we just didn't
2: know about that. Like we didn't know their culture or their customs or like how to be polite. Like, basically, the only thing we knew was that you should take off your shoes whenever you go in somebody's house. Like, that's as much as we knew <laughs> about <laughs> Tongan culture. Um, but we soon found out that the best way to get a bunch of Tongans in one place in order to talk to them about missionary things, because um, I don't know if you know this, but the high desert is not a predominantly Tongan area.
0: No, it's not a very polynesian place. Yeah, there's not I mean there's like a, there's polynesians here yeah. but no, but not not in abundance.
2: <laughs> right. Right. So, it was hard to find them. So we were like, "Oh, hey, the best way to gather a bunch of people together is like cuz you know, it's a it's a smallish community, but it's very tight-knit. So like even if somebody's not in the church or whatever, they usually know somebody who is." So we realized if we have like parties and cookouts and stuff, people will come and we could probably talk to them a little bit and stuff like that, which Mm. was, which worked really well, except we soon realized that as missionaries, we're also like, it's really important to them that they feed us food.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: You, you have, you get priority on the feeding.
2: Yeah. So pretty soon, um, missionary work became synonymous with, uh, (laughs) gorging yourself <laughs> <laughs>
1: some of the best food so, ever too
2: oh yeah it was delicious one time i ate uh, the head of a pig that had been roasted on a spit
3: mm-hmm. and that was
2: amazing right like they they roasted this pig on a spit like all day i don't know how long it took but it took for a long it took a long time they chopped off its head and we were sitting with like with the with the the branch president actually it was a branch at the time And they brought this pig's head over just like on a platter over to our table and they set it down in front of us. And everybody at the table was like, elders, the ears are the best part. And then they grabbed the ears and ate them. So I just had to take their word for it.
0: (laughs) You know, I, uh, I, you know, I feed my, my dog pig's ears.
2: Right. She Um, seems to like them. (laughs) Yeah. So, I've, never, I've
0: never thought I should try it myself, but But I just I just
2: dove my hand right in there and I just like grabbed a piece of its cheek meat and it was so good and so tender. Mm. <laughs> but I also gained like twenty pounds in six weeks.
0: <laughs> so. You're lucky it was only twenty pounds, man. Yeah, the most unique way
2: I proselytized was by getting fat.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was uh through the sin of gluttony. <laughs> you brought people into the fold. You also brought folds into yourself. Oh
2: <laughs> I gosh. brought folds into my people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was a part of a um, a wedding where they were um, the the relatives. I don't remember if they were Tongan or some other um, Polynesian. Uh, were they Hawaiian uh, ethnicity? Well, I know that the, the, the mother was Hawaiian, but they had relatives that were some something else. Anyhow, oh, okay. They had I was part of the wedding party and um there was just so much food. Like like we showed up to the reception and there was just um like the world's longest table so covered every inch with different kinds of foods <laughs> that like you couldn't see the table. Like things were like foods were draping off the table. Like, <laughs>
1: it was like a renaissance thing. It, it was
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was like something I've only seen in movies or something. It was ridiculous. And and like I they they made me eat. They just kept making me eat. And and at first <laughs> I was like very pleased that they kept doing that. Mm. And then like at one point there was I was like, what is this? There was like a, a round pastry that was like the size of my face (laughs) and they're like they're like oh it's that's uh that's um baked brie i was like what (laughs) yeah you take brie and you you we we cover it in uh apricot preserves and then we wrap it in in pastry dough and we bake it and I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. And so they that gave me amazing. the whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to eat the whole wheel of cheese. And I I like the next day was it was this was a Saturday. The next day was church and everyone was calling me like, hey, where are you at? I was like, <laughs> I, I can't I can't move. I'm like just sitting here in bed pained. It's just like, I can't, I'm not sick per (laughs) se. You can't move. (laughs) I just
2: just can't do it. Immobilized. No. So (laughs) what I learned like my last week. And you did that
0: multiple times. That's what I'm (laughs) in awe of.
2: (laughs) No, what I learned like my last week is that if you, I mean, you still have to stuff yourself like crazy. But one Mm -hmm. time we were in like a meeting with the, with the leaders of the congregation and they were like, elders, is everything Okay. Like, do you like our food? Because sometimes we invite you over to our houses and we give you food and you come and you eat, but then you leave and there is still food there. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're sorry. But what I learned my last week, though, is if you eat as much as you can and then at the end, we're like when you're, when you're finished, you don't say, thank you, I'm full. You say, thank you, that was so good. Can I have some to take home with me?
1: Uh... And then they love you forever.
0: I learned I learned that trick, too, just with normal everybody. (laughs) I learned I learned if you always ask for leftovers, they people feel people feel so like they not only did they like to eat it here, they want more for later.
2: (laughs) They want to and eat it in the privacy of their own home where I'm they're not watching happy because them. Because they
0: don't want to deal with leftovers either, right? Right. They're like less to clean up, less to worry about, less fridge space. Like so they would give us leftovers, and then what we would do is we would take the leftovers and we would take it to the the sister missionaries, the the female missionaries. <laughs> and uh for whatever reason, they never seemed to get as many dinner appointments. I don't think it was because they were female, but just in this particular area, they just I don't know, they had a hard time. <laughs> meshing with the people, I guess. Um, anyhow, I would just we just drop it off for them, and they uh they all gained a whole lot of weight <laughs> while we were there. they were, they were so mad at us, but like we were bringing them delicious food, so <laughs> it was like oh, oh. they were mad but happy.
2: <laughs> One more story Nappy, about the Tongans. <laughs> um, so we were in. It was probably like our second or third week there. I was there with you know him. His name is Coon Diddley. Um, <laughs> is that his
1: given name? Is that his Christian name? No.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's his given name insofar as Aaron gave him the name.
3: <laughs> okay. Coon Diddley. But that counts. Coon Diddley. So was, uh, That's he was, I'm not
0: racist. <laughs> he's not. It's uh, it's not anything weird. It's like his last name is Coon. Okay. <laughs> well, his first name is Conley. It, his, or his first name is Conley. That's what it was. Yeah. What was his last name? Weston, oh, do we want to say it on here? <laughs> yeah, someone said his name wrong, and I was like, "What?" And so I just made it more extreme. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so he was my missionary companion at the time, and we were at this we were at this uh, Tongan elder's house, right? And he was feeding us. I mean, it was it was the same situation. I mean, the table is for food, not for your plates, right? <laughs> And we were just we were eating, we were eating, we were packing it in, and then they gave us dessert, and we was just like, "Oh, we're eating dessert now, <laughs> we got to do this, <laughs> or they'll never come to church again and then <laughs> um the 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 host who was with us, he goes, "You know what the difference between Tongans and white people is Because white people you eat you eat to live, but tongans." We to die. <laughs> and as soon as he said die, Conley sprang up from the table and was like, I gotta go. And he just sprinted to the bathroom and just his body rejected everything that we had imbibed.
0: <laughs> he
2: was just so shocked by the idea or what? I don't know what it was. It was just the weirdest timing. He was like, we need to die. And Conley was like, bye. I'm gonna go die now.
1: <laughs> oh, That's he funny. was
0: just afraid of what threshold he had crossed. Well, Andrew, what's, a, what's the most unique way you proselytist? Did um, it's, it's, so
1: when I say unique, I'm not going to suggest effective in any way. Uh huh. Um, so one of the areas that I served as a missionary was in what was called a singles ward. And a singles ward is a congregation of people who aren't married. If you want to know anything right. about being Mormon, it is you have to get married. <laughs> <laughs> so they have, it's all, it's they all have, about that. They have a congregation where it's just single people, and it's just like you're trying to meet people to get married. They can be mm. pretty fun, though, most of the time. Um, but anyway, the problem is, is that when you're going and you're trying to find people to bring unto the Lord, is that <laughs> it's hard to find the stipulation, oh, but you can't be married. Cause those are the other people.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. You're talking like, to someone. They're like, yeah, I'm interested. You're like, Oh wait, are you single? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not assigned to you. So you need to talk to somebody else. And it's
1: right. like, it, oh, it, was, it was so funny. Cause, um, my companion at the time, he, he, we just both entered this area. So we were both new. It was a new area. No one had ever served in it before as missionaries. And I remember me and my companion, we'd walk down the street and we had these pamphlets for like, Hey, there's this, like this, um, like this get together, this party. That is happening at the congregation. We'd like you to come and give them out. And they're like, oh, awesome. And they'd be like, it's for people who are single. And then this person would be there and says, I'm not single. I have a girlfriend. And I remember my companion at the time trying to formulate, watching his face as he formulates the words, (laughs) which is, I don't mean single. I mean, not married, is what he was looking for. But Mm -hmm. what had happened is that he just stopped talking. And the couple just walked away. (laughs) Anyway, so we were were talking and we're like, hey, if we need to find people that, you know, aren't married, how do we do that? And this is in Baltimore at the time, and there's a lot of colleges in Baltimore, and I had the suggestion. Oh, no. We should go to dorm rooms and try to meet people (laughs) that, you know, are probably not married because you can't be married in a dorm room. And he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Um so there's a, there's a lot of different colleges in Baltimore. There's some really prestigious ones. There's John Hopkins. And there's some like more partier schools. And um I found that John Hopkins doesn't have a lot of dorm rooms that are easily accessible, but a lot of the party schools do. Anyway, so we're knocking on doors and I remember knocking on this door. And the door opens and all the smoke just floods the hallway. And just, and you know, it's like a smoke
0: machine in there.
1: It's like that low smoke that falls on the ground. You know, it's kind of purpley. Oh, wow. It's that, it's that smelly smoke. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. this is Anyway. So the guy, he sees us One and he's looking fused. And, and we're like, Hey, do you have a moment to talk about <laughs> Jesus? And he's like, guys, let me stop right there. It is way too early for this. And then close closes the door, <laughs> and I look at the clock, and I my watch. I look. I'm like, it's one thirty p.m. <laughs> and, I just, and I just walked away. Um. So it wasn't most effective way to meet young singles. Because I mean, I'm at, you know dating's pretty hard already. So if imagine also dating or trying to find single people, but trying to make them change their life in a way that's in accordance with you know what God would have them live, it was really tough. Not- there's there's no Tinder for that i'm just
3: saying
0: (laughs) yeah that's uh that's difficult i never was in one of those uh singles units i was yeah that's where we met because i was in yours yes when i was a not a missionary so um dorms i (laughs) i just like (laughs) from my when my first place i was at when i first got out was in norman oklahoma which is a uh, college town and um we we've like started knocking on doors on a saturday they told us like you know what on a, like saturday it's like when there's a game you probably don't there's nothing you can do so like <laughs> find somebody you know and go watch the game at their house because otherwise you're just gonna run into trouble or there's nobody wants to hear like you know and we were like no, we're gonna go the extra mile, you know, and so we're knocking on doors. And I remember it was like the first door we knocked on, the door opened, and somehow, I don't know, it was like almost like they were they were packed in like sardines, like on top of each other. Like a like you know one of those can of peanuts you open and it's like the snakes that go <laughs> yeah. It was like that, but with um Cheerleaders wearing uh Daisy Dukes and bikini tops. <laughs> out the doors. And 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 then like I was like, uh and the guy I was with was like, hey, we're sharing a message about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like and I was like, why is this happening? And they're all like yeah, come on in. And he started walking. I was like, "Ah, um, uh, this is not a situation that <laughs> it's going to be effective." <laughs> um, there was like, I saw them like you know playing like beer pong and stuff, and everybody was like super just drunk, and and it it was just not a climate that you know we wanted to be in. Um, oh man. And, and and I was like, oh, actually, you know what? I just realized we had somewhere we have to be. I didn't know realize the time and left. And he was, it was like only until we got like all the way to the street, you know, from their their threshold that he like wait, woke up out of a haze. Like, <laughs> and he's like, whoa, what was that? I was like, what was that?
1: <laughs> I do oh, remember man. when we oh. were going through the dorms. I remember uh, the people would be like getting ready for the night. And so I remember uh-huh. these girls running out with this beer bong. And I remember the the elder I was with and he was like, what is that? I'm like, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> it was just so innocent. <laughs> it's just a real
2: convenient it's funnel. Like you don't need to know. No. Um, like I remember I was talking to this guy, like we were just walking down the street and like their garage was open. So we just like waved at him and then when they waved at us, so we were like, <laughs> they made eye contact. So obviously that's an invitation <laughs> to talk to them about Jesus. <laughs> Um, so we, I mean, we went up to him and we started talking to him and he was like really agreeable. And I was like, Hey, do you, do you think like this makes sense? And he was like, yeah, yeah, man, that makes sense. And I was like, wow. Like this guy's cool. And he's like, Hey, you know, I was like, could I could I give you a book of Mormon? He's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome, dog. So I handed him the book of Mormon. And as soon as he puts his hand on it, I realized why he had been so agreeable this whole time and why his eyes were so bloodshot.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I was
2: like, But like, what are you going to do at that point? Like, oh, no, actually, you're high. So you don't get this? (laughs) It's like
1: you you don't get the word of God because you're on drugs. I really wish I was there when he sobered up. And he's like, oh, shoot, what did I commit to? It's like,
3: what (laughs) have I done?
2: Like, he calls his friends. He's like, dude, we can't smoke anymore. I think I became a Mormon, man.
1: (laughs) It'd be something crazy. You're like, oh, man, I don't believe in Christmas anymore. What is this?
0: Oh. Um so my my most unique way <laughs> I want to just stipulate that like technically I didn't do this. I was only involved. Like <laughs> but um <laughs> one <laughs> one day <laughs> what's going on with that? <laughs> um one day We were, we were just sitting around and we were, we were, (laughs) we were talking about like how knocking on doors was just like the biggest waste of time and how we should try something different. And we had this one, like in, in a mission, there's like different levels of leadership that you account to. One of them, one of them's like your immediate is your district leader. And then the next is your zone leader. In this area, our zone leader was like, one of these like super charismatic people, he was like, th- he was in his thirties, I believe. Like he was older, like he had lived like a real rough and tumble lifestyle, like been in and out of jail and like he, but he was like a salesman and had made all this money and stuff. And he's like, kind of had like a change of heart and wanted to like serve a mission. Anyhow, th- that all goes to say that he's like a super charismatic person, right? Right. And, and he was like, I got an idea <laughs> and there was this phrase that we always used because we're in like the Bible bell, right? And we always, people would always talk about like, oh, I don't need another Bible, you know, because we talk about the book of Mormon and we're like, no, mm-hmm. the book of Mormon and the Bible go hand in hand. That was like a, a, a pat phrase that we always, we were always saying. And he's like, what if we literally showed people that the book of Mormon and the Bible go hand in hand? Oh no. And I was like, what? He's like, (laughs) we need to build
3: suits. Oh no. We need to
0: build mascots. Oh, Oh no. For the Book of Mormon and the Bible. Oh no. And we need to walk down the street holding hands oh no so we spent like a whole day making a giant cardboard box of the bible and a giant cardboard box of the book of mormon to look like the books that people could get inside and it had like a head hole you know um and we called it we called we called the more the book of mormon one mormo (laughs) mormo the book of mormon costume and uh Yeah, we got like a lot of cars honked at it. it um <laughs> I, <laughs> It was uh, it was definitely a spectacle. I don't know how effective it was.
2: I just uh, I can't imagine how how effective it would be to have two dudes dressed as scripture holding hands in Oklahoma. I might have set the wrong signal. We didn't really think about it. <laughs> I didn't really think that through. But, um <laughs>
0: But uh, it was—I mean, like it was one of those things. Like once the idea was out, it was like, "Yeah, yeah, we have to do it. No matter how bad of an idea this is, it has to happen." Um, <laughs> we spent a long time making those 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 costumes, and then I remember, like a couple of weeks later, um, I was back at the apartment of one of the people who who had made that. I was staying the night before something else, and and some other people were there visiting too. And they're like, "Wait, what is this?" I was like, "Oh, you never heard about Mormo, the Book of Mormon costume?" (laughs) And they're like, "You guys are full of it." I was like, "That they didn't believe me that it had happened." And then that (laughs) night, we all went to Carl's Jr. and we were ordering, and while I was in line ordering, this lady was like you're the guys that were in that costume (laughs) that was awesome you know And they're talking to me and i was like it worked see somebody's interested they want to talk to us and then the the cashier rung up my bill for my meal and it was six dollars and 66 (laughs) cents and the lady was like oh and just walked away i was like no
1: Are you saying someone? Why did who I was... have
0: to go large on the combo?
1: Someone who is so impressed with the costume of Scripture was easily frightened by the receipt of six dollars and sixty-six cents. I don't believe it. <laughs> yep.
3: <Yeah.
1: laughs> well that
0: was uh, that was something that um like I'm that's something that I, I think what if I'm ever like an adult somewhere and I'm in like a leadership capacity and I have to be like a responsible person and somebody finds out about that story? <laughs> you mean like and they're like, like I don't believe it? in this
1: church anymore. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like recording this and letting it out to the public to hear? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Mm, probably shouldn't.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. It's there. It's uh, it happens. <laughs> oh, that was
2: amazing. Good old Mormo. <laughs> oh. So going from the most missionary thing that you've ever done, my question is what was the least missionary thing you did?
1: Um my answer's not that interesting. <laughs>
2: I mean, none of our answers are going to be as interesting as Aaron's story just now. (laughs) I think we just
1: need to face that and move on. I I just feel like I'm inadequate now. I need to go back and (laughs) do... No, you really don't. (laughs) So, um, we, uh, we we were teaching this guy. And when I say teaching, it's like we'd meet with him regularly and teach him. And, you know, anyway, so he invites us to his birthday party um and so we've been teaching him for a while like for and and like he yeah it was good anyway so he invites us to his birthday party like okay we'll go whatever um but it was at a bar (laughs) and so (laughs) many people might not know this but uh mormons don't drink and if you can imagine then people who represent mormons in a place where people are drinking it's it's pretty crazy. Anyway, so we go right, there, right?
0: It'd be it'd be like showing up at to an arcade, and there's like a couple of Amish dudes hanging out, right? I'm like, what's going on here? This is like all electricity.
1: <laughs> um, so we're like, shoot, we'll uh we'll go hang out with him. And so we're like at this bar, and he is really drunk, like really drunk, <laughs> or
0: like if you go to a blood bank, and there's Jehovah's Witnesses hanging out.
1: Yeah, or they're the ones Is that a better they're the better ones one? taking the the blood. <laughs> right, not like we yeah, were the... Anyway, so we we're sitting Sorry, there I'm not sure if we need more metaphors to cover this.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> so... like if you wet no <clears throat> Okay, go ahead.
1: But I remember sitting there, I'm like, Oh shoot, this might not look very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So I remember he would like introduce us, like, Hey, these guys are the Mormons and like, dude, you guys are the best Mormons ever. You're partying with us. I'm like, oh well
3: <laughs> Not really.
1: Would you guys be interested in not doing this ever again, or okay, cool, no. okay. <laughs> so we never saw him again, but it was cool. <laughs> like we're like, dude, I've like
0: I've never even been in a bar in like normal capacity. I well, okay, no, I guess I have to play shows as a band, but like I was never in the bar part. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like in the stage part. Right, right, that would right, be right. weird. <laughs> that's extra weird as a missionary
1: being there. It was funny because like the whole time I'm worried that like our mission president or like our boss boss guy was going to walk in, but then I realized like that's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> if, why
1: would he be coming to a bar? <laughs>
0: if he was going to the bar, then there's other things that are. We going all know on. he goes to the other bar downtown,
1: but yeah. Boom <laughs> boom. But yeah, that's probably the least more missionary thing I did. Um.
0: Mine, mine is that. Mine is that, So, like, um, when people learn about all of the rules that you have to abide by when you're a missionary, they they're always surprised. Um, and they're always surprised too that it's like, it's not compulsory, right? Like, I mean, you can really leave when you and you like pay to go on them. It's like you're volunteering to do this thing, right? Yeah. Um, right. And and when other people learn about like all these rules, you, I mean. It's pretty crazy. You have a little <laughs> you have like a little pocket book that you keep with you that that has all these the various rules you have to you have to keep it's almost like this um mosaic law of <laughs> of rules you have to abide. It's very very strict. And um one of them is you have like a strict curfew, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be indoors by what is it 10?
2: 9.30.
0: N- 9.30 or whatever. If you're
2: at an appointment. 9 o'clock if you're not.
0: Something. It was it was different in my time. I think it was 10. I think. Oh. I don't know. Or Woohoo! you get in at 9.30 Rabble or at 10. Or, I don't know. Anyhow, the moral of the story is it was the 4th of July. And it was kind of late. And we couldn't sleep because, like, you know, the sky is exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there. And it's, like, past past our curfew it's like 11 and people are still lighting off bottle rockets and we're all still awake. We had had invited like a bunch of other missionaries to spend the night at our apartment. So we're just like a like, you know, 6 or 8 uh dudes between the ages of 19 and, you know, 24 or whatever in an apartment, in a, in a, in a student, like the the last place I was in was also, there's a whole bunch of students there. So everybody was partying. We we're right across from a swimming pool. You're not allowed to swim, right? But you're seeing all these people having fun in the swimming pool and all those fireworks going off. And it was really hot. And I remember looking, looking at my, uh, my, the, the person you're, you serve with, you're signed with, is called your companion. I was looking at him and I was like, I could really go for a slurpee. (laughs) And he was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go get a slurpee. I was like, no, we couldn't. We couldn't. And he's like, you know what? F this. Let's get a slurpee. (laughs) (laughs) And so we uh we walked down to the 7-Eleven at like (laughs) twelve at night and we got slurpees. And then we went directly back to our apartment and we (laughs) ate those slurpees. And you know what? felt good to be rebellious.
1: That was wild. Felt, felt just like a crazy freedom. person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I remember somebody ran into us at the 711 who was like a, a church member and they were like, uh, and we're like, we don't care.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're rebels.
0: <laughs> we were trying to like act all hard and they were just like, whatever. <laughs> 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 um yeah. It was uh it was like the best Slurpee I've ever had though.
2: Mm. now we, i like really want to slurp you know mm. uh, okay so my answer um it was probably like a week into my mission like my first week there i was in this town called fontana, which
3: is, great- I've been
2: fontana there. which is a fun name for a place but um we were just knocking on doors me and my companion the guy who was training me and he goes all right this one will be, he knocks on the door and then he goes, you're up. And he just like shoves me in front of the door. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then she, the lady opens the door and she was like the nicest woman. Like I talked to my whole mission, but uh-huh. she was like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, uh, 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 yeah. So we're, we're missionaries, uh, from, from the church. And, uh, I was just wondering if you had a few minutes for us to share uh, a message about Jesus Christ. And she looked at me in the eye and she goes, yeah, Sure. <laughs> and I looked I, sh- I was like a deer in the headlights I stared right back to her and I was just like um uh I don't know what to say I've I haven't gotten this far before <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs>
3: said yes what
2: what now <laughs> nobody's said yes yet <laughs> <laughs> oh blew it <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when i realized that when you say that you have a message about jesus christ you should have a message
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just like figured you'd just be able to like wing it once you got there and then you yeah. got there you're <laughs> like
2: oh no <laughs> i have a message about jesus christ and then they'd be like oh yeah i'd love to be mormon let's go <laughs> like,
0: uh what wait a minute are you sure hold, hold your horses <laughs>
1: Oh, Do you know what you're I, signing up for?
0: <laughs> I remember how, like, it, it, I'm, I'm sure anyone would assume, like, you get rejected a lot, right? When you're doing that, it's especially true. you're doing that, we call it tracting, where you're knocking on doors and just, you know, cold contacting people. And um, it's just it's just rejection after rejection after rejection, which is, like, normal. Someone... Rando person comes to your door. I always said like doing that was like selecting for weirdos because <laughs> like who else is going to open their door to you in the middle of the day and be like, yeah, come in and talk to me about religion. Like I don't have a nine job times out of 10. That, yeah. That person's
2: a weirdo. <laughs> um, yeah, it's two in the afternoon and I'm home. So
0: yeah. Uh, um, So I always tried to find other ways to do it. But I remember there was one time we were doing it and we had been. I mean, we hadn't had a yes <laughs> like uh, in like a month. You know what I mean? It was just like a huge streak. Um, and I remember the, the person was like, I was doing the spiel and my companion was just kind of sitting there ready to be ready to just walk to the next door already. And the person was like, yeah, yeah, come on in. And he was like, he's like, have a good day. And he turned around and I was like, hey, wait, 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 buddy. They said yes. <laughs> it was like no, no, no. Whoa. They said yes. Yeah.
3: Oh,
2: no. It was always, it was, it was always great. really fun to like run into, run into Jehovah's Witnesses. Like not not that they're bad people.
1: It was just this really. It's interesting not like a clash it's not like a, of a, ideologues. Uh, like a
0: jets. Like someone starts
3: snapping. <laughs> it's like, would you, you like imagine if fight. the FedEx
1: guy runs in the UPS guy? Like,
3: oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, sometimes just,
2: we'd be out knocking on doors, and like the Jehovah's Witnesses would be behind us, and like, no. <laughs> Or like what was even worse though is like one time we got to a subdivision and we saw the Jehovah's Witnesses leaving the subdivision, they're like, oh dang it. (laughs) We can't we can't go here now because they're all gonna think we're Jehovah's Witnesses again.
0: (laughs) Uh we used to we used to in um I covered this like huge area that covered like almost like a quarter of the state because it was all like farmlands. And so you'd go to these little farm communities and um, I remember we actually got to know, like, the only... I think they were the only two Jehovah's Witnesses in the whole area. <laughs> <clears throat> and we'd, like, run in... We'd, like, we'd have lunch together sometimes and, like, trade notes. Because, <laughs> because it was that, like bad of a situation, you know what i mean? Like nobody was getting anything. Like we're out in the middle of nowhere. We might as well get along.
1: <laughs> it's like that story they of the civil war when friendly. the south and the north yeah. had christmas together. Yeah. It's
3: like
0: that. Oh, they were like, "Hey, avoid this. This guy's got a shotgun by the door. He's going to go off." Like, "Oh, thank you." You know, we'd tell them where to stay away from. It was, it was nice. Nice cooperative. Thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can contribute to receive new episodes er, but- You can subscribe to receive new episodes of the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe A big thank you to our supporters on Patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. we also love to hear from you, so where can people get a hold of
2: you?
1: I'm on Twitter, at A underscore Sav
2: Booyah! Also on Twitter at that Adam Kid, where I make bad jokes. I thought it was a good joke. I don't know why you're angry. Um, I just I don't think it was a good joke.
0: I'm, I'm uh, at Aaron LM Goodwin on Twitter on uh, on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I've been doing a harrowing series, uh, regularly reporting on my towels in my bathroom. Um, hashtag towel. Are you using the toilet
2: when you do that?
0: (laughs) Uh, Maybe. You'll never know.
2: Well, now I know why it's so harrowing.
0: (laughs) Other than that, I want you to remember that you don't have to keep your finger in a jar, but you can if you'd like. I also want you to remember that the Book of Mormon and the Bible go hand in hand (laughs) as they walk down a main street. (laughs) I also want you to remember that I... I've never gotten this far, (laughs) and I also want you to remember to question
3: everything.